the Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Yeah! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, Paul, 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 I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. Guess what? We're talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. We recently saw this in the theaters. Hey, new martial arts movie theater release experience. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, not strictly a martial arts movie, though. This is also a comedy. It's also a drama. It's also heavily sci-fi, surprisingly. So it's a very mixed bag of things sort of sorts of say this is the kind of movie you don't watch when you're high as fuck (laughs) (laughs) or or maybe do watch it while you're high as fuck and then come out of it with your like just parts of your brain just melted into the seat (laughs) because it's uh man watching this movie is a trip (laughs) oh i uh yeah this is not exactly what i thought um most general martial arts fanatics would be into but uh that's not to say that you know a martial arts movie can't have a good story and be very engaging and be very cerebral um but this is it definitely doesn't fit with the typical mo of the kind of movies that we watch zero what is this movie about (laughs) i could i have to make you do it otherwise i have to do it this this one's kind (laughs) of tough because it it it's a movie about parallel universes, parallel lives, all coexisting, you know, running so, concurrently. So when does Spider-Man show up? When does oh, Tobey Maguire appear? <laughs> no, not, In not that all kind of. the multiple edits of the different versions of Michelle Yeoh, you see, maybe there was a Spider-Michelle Yeoh. You know, we don't know. <laughs> Andrew Garfield just in the background, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, this movie stars uh, Michelle Yeoh. She is the head of a household uh, married to Ki Hu Kwan, her mm-hmm. husband. They have a daughter and Michelle Yeoh's father is coming to stay with them. And then at the same time, they are being audited by the IRS. So there's a lot of hectic things going on in their life. The daughter, they're, they're having a party for the laundromat that they run. They all run together as a family. And at the same time, uh, they're they're trying to plan for the party. Then they got audited, so they go to the auditing office, and they meet Jamie Lee Curtis, who is their auditor. I don't know if that's the correct word <laughs> auditor, but auditor Audit- sounds like it's an artsy yeah. kind of auditor. Right, right. <laughs> she she's kind of like an antagonist in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, gets uh, regulated regulated to kind of like a mini boss. And what ends up happening is Michelle Yeoh is visited by a parallel universe version of her husband. He explains to her that she is, I I guess, the one. The one. You might as well (laughs) just say it. She's the one. Yeah. Right. So, So there is an evil that is kind of spreading amongst the multiple universes where Michelle Yeoh has different lives. She's all the different convert can you know paths that she could have went down in her life they are all they all do different things they all some of them have 
hot dog fingers. Like it's it's all very very <laughs> crazy visual stuff. And right. he tells her that there's this evil entity that's trying to, I guess, destroy the the multiverse or the yeah, yeah. The, the parallel universes, and she might be the key to stopping it. So he's like trying to recruit her, and it's about her trying to just understand all of this amidst being audited, having drama with her father, and then and also having drama with her daughter, yes, and her husband. So lots and lots of different story points uh, going on and character stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned the one earlier. And th- I mean, I, I think a lot of people have memed the hell out of this movie and said like, oh, we're a parallel universe movie with martial arts in it? We already have that. Jet Li made it in 2001. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, like, jokes aside, that's uh, this, this movie obviously like takes a completely different route. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and actually, like, I think execution, it's like not even, it's completely apples and oranges. Um, yeah, sure, you can think of like the similarities, you know, like, oh, yeah, like you channel the powers that you had in another life, in another universe. Sure, yeah, but outside of that, the similarities, like, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's where the yeah. similarities end. Thankfully, it's not just that movie because yeah. that movie was really kind of bizarre and weird and, and fun. And I was worried that, oh, uh, it's, well, I wasn't really worried. I was hoping that it wasn't just going to be the same thing. And thankfully it's not. It's something very, very more complicated, much, much more complicated. They have to really, really hold your hand trying to explain the parallel universes, how she's able to gain these powers, Mm -hmm. and then how she's also able to... I guess gain the memories of uh, like her other lives and yeah, like yeah. experience things in their shoes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's trippy and it, it's uh, deliberately confusing to make uh, Michelle Yeoh's character and basically anyone who else also like jump has like these jumping abilities uh, to have these experiencing two parallel experiences at once. And it can be kind of it like deliberately makes you as a viewer feel like the the anxiety the 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 tension that they the character is going through Michelle Yeoh is going through it's it's all deliberate um, and and on on that note the first ten ish minutes of the movie is just like it's just like an onslaught it's 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 uh, it's anxiety building it's it's a lot of tension they're just setting up like what kind of perils that she's facing like before even any of the action begins like she's just you know her her life is in shambles or it's like it's it's basically completely um uh, like uh, unstable and she's just trying to find like some sort of order and and structure and trying to like figure all the shit out so yeah like uh the, the the one key thing about this movie is that it's a it's basically a family drama uh, like just masked in a sci-fi guys and i wouldn't have expected this movie to be so emotional okay because it really does get that way especially towards the end yeah i was thinking of a of a way to describe this and Mm -hmm. i was gonna say this movie is like an emotional sledgehammer Mm. it's extremely heavy-handed at times you know take that as a positive or a negative but it's effective in eliciting an emotional response out of you, whether you whether you want it or not, actually. And that's where some of my 
nitpicks or negatives may come from mm-hmm. it it gets a little too much sometimes like i i i like i like feeling emotions because i, I you know you, <laughs> that, that's you quite a statement <laughs> well you you get to know these characters and so you want to root for them you understand the difficulties of their relationships because we've all been there you know we've, we've had problems with your sure. husband or wife you've had problems with your parents and then I personally don't, but you know, you can see the the, the mother daughter thing sure. going on. I don't have kids, but then obviously mm-hmm. I've had parents, so I so I understand it at that aspect. The movie f- feels sometimes that it's casting too wide of a net mm-hmm. because because it's hitting all these marks. Right. But they, even though the net's wide, I think they caught everything correctly and it, it, they gathered it all correctly so yeah, yeah even yeah. even even though it's a bit much i think they were very successful in reeling it all in and and actually making it work sure sure i, I agree to some extent um I, I i don't know how to elaborate into that anymore or like expound on that anymore without going to spoilers which is something we won't do for this episode uh yes. we're gonna keep this very general even for the action sorry guys maybe one day <laughs> we'll cover this in official action review Although, um, I mean, not to jump ahead already, but you know, like I don't think we're gonna t- we will talk too much about the action anyways, um, because uh, there is action in this movie, and that's probably what you guys are here for. You want to hear what our thoughts are about that, but we will get to that. But just to summarize that super quickly, um, it's not you know, it's it's good, it, it's there, but it's you know, like that's not the focal point. The focal, the focal point is yeah. the the story, the the world building, the the drama, the the character relations between all like everything, everyone, and basically Michelle Yeoh trying to piece all these things together. And it's funny because at listening to the behind the scenes or like their their press junkets and them explaining it, uh, they keep on saying that like Michelle Yeoh's perfect casting. Uh, she was like she was the one that you know they all they you know like once they had her in the role, they're so happy that she was in it because like she they can't imagine anyone else in the role, although. Their, I think their initial scripts had Jackie Chan in the role, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I can see that. Although uh, I'd prefer it not to be. Michelle Yeoh is perfect because she legitimately looks like she doesn't understand what's happening in the movie, <laughs> and you kind of want that because it's kind of like that fish out of water, and it really does feel like even towards the end of the film, she doesn't actually know what's going on. But that works for the character because she's just an everyday housewife. Like, well, not housewife, sorry, but like, you know, mother. You know, like mother who owns a laundromat and is an immigrant parent in, living in America. She's like, she's not, you know, she's just an ordinary person. <laughs> right? Uh, so, like, that's, that, that's like, I felt like, yes, it is technically appropriate that they got Michelle Yeoh for the role. And, um... Yeah, I don't know where I was going on with this. I should like I just wanted to like say like that that's I'm I'm glad that she's starting to get a little bit more exposure, especially after Crazy Rich Asians. And I know I'm saying that in a really weird way because, you know, you know Well she's, she's had she's a doing... lot of exposure. Exactly. You know, before that. But in America it was limited to certain things. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. people know her from maybe know her from uh, the James Bond movies, mm-hmm. well, one of them, and then Crouching Tiger, obviously. Yeah, but, yep. you know, she's had international fame, but in terms of Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess the highest profile thing she did was Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and according to uh, Ki Kwan, uh, who plays her husband in this movie, um, I mean, I 
The dude played short round and played um what's his uh what's his data in the Goonies, data. and he hasn't <laughs> basically he stopped retired. He retired from acting in two thousand one. He hasn't been acted. He hasn't acted in two thousand twenty years. Uh, the dude came back because he saw Crazy Rich Asians and was like, "Fuck, we like this is these." I I quit because of a lack of Asian representation on film, and then here we are, like a you yeah. know a high grossing film that's uh that's proving otherwise. So, like that was, basically he was he was on uh on this project because of that. Yeah, that was a shame to to kind of hear about because yeah. I you know I I grew up in the eighties. Uh, I watched uh, Goonies and Indiana Jones, and I remember. I mean, he's he's you can't miss him. You know, you know he's got that distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. And he's the only Asian kid in those movies. But, yeah. you know, to, to hear, I don't know if you watched the same interview, to hear him elaborate on how after that, he wasn't getting calls. He wasn't getting casting calls. Yeah. And it's it's just such a shame. Like his, his um, you know, his, um, his peers were getting, you know, uh, acting auditions, you know, weekly, daily. And yeah. like he would get them like once a month. Mm-hmm. So it then caused him to go behind the scenes and he became a stuntman, I believe. Yep. Or, or worked in stunts, yeah. mm-hmm. coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know how accurate this is. Apparently, he was he did work on Jet Li's The One. <laughs> so that's that's a, that's a, that's a funny... Uh, he just came back full circle. <laughs> full circle, yeah. And then I believe he went to Taiwan and I think he did some action movies there. Mm. Okay. And then, yeah, just just to hear him, you know, FOMO about Crazy Rich Asians. And he said that after he saw that, he called an agent friend Mm -hmm. and asked like, oh, you know, would would you represent me or or something along those lines? And he got a a, he got a call for this movie two weeks after that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I'm I'm, that's like it seems like a very triumphant and very, um, you know, just like a triumphant story. Yeah, yeah it's uplifting. It. Yeah. It's very feel good. You know, you left the industry because, yeah. you know, the the industry didn't technically want you, and now it, it took twenty years for Asian representation to finally become yeah. more accepting. And the thing I like about this movie is, you know, it, it appeals to me because I'm Asian, but I'm not Chinese. But I still, I still understand what they're saying, and it doesn't have to be just an Asian thing. I think. A lot of people can understand. Oh, I have, I'm having difficulty with my parents because they don't understand me, mm-hmm. or I mean that that's kind of one of the running themes. The daughter is very frustrated with the mom, but the mom is also very frustrated with the father, who's mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's it's right. it's that cycle of you know the way your parents are treating you is like oh my god this is turning me into my parents even yeah. though I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost like a you know just basically a, a analysis into. Um family dysfunction and yes. uh yeah like it's so weird because this movie um it you you wouldn't expect it to go as heavy-handed uh coming from the guys who made swiss army man which <laughs> is a great movie i love that film but like it you know it, it actually that movie surprisingly gets emotional too but boy is that movie weird and this movie takes this movie specifically takes a uh, like like another like hard left turn is like it goes really emotional as well and like it gets very very like heavy handed at times but all at the same time like instead of the flatulence that you would get in the Swiss Army Man you have uh, let's just say um, inappropriate toys that are used in this movie <laughs> that are 
uh, part of the action scenes. Um, yeah, and then like you're you're wove, weaving in all the like the the martial arts into like all this um, uh, like like very um, serious family drama. Like it shouldn't work, but it really it kind of does. And then like the the premise behind it all has to do with a bagel, and I don't want to go into that anymore without spoiling it. It just it all <laughs> sounds silly, like the way that mm-hmm. I'm describing it. But like, yeah, it surprisingly works when you look at the sum of its all its parts. Like the the movie just really does stand out, you know, pretty yeah. well. Right, right. This is one of the yeah. This is one of those movies where like you could take screen grabs and just start mm-hmm. putting screen grabs together and be like, how does this relate to anything? Mm-hmm. When you watch it it really does all come together because I, it, it's just a very, very well-written script. This yep. must have mm-hmm. been a nightmare for the editors to put together because there's just yeah. so many different versions. You know, it's a parallel universe movie. So many different versions of the characters that they literally cut to. Mm-hmm. You'll see that in the trailer, so that's not a spoiler there. But right, like, right. It's, it's just so complicated. Mm-hmm. But to go back to it, so you started talking about the action mm-hmm. and... It, I think we can talk about the action to a point, but then we need to stop because some of the action is so good, but <laughs> yeah. it, it's good in a sense because it's surprising what they do with it. Mm-hmm. And so this is action choreographed by choreographed by uh, the guys of Marshall Club. Mm-hmm. I think it's Andy and Brian Lay. Yep, yep, yep. And... They, they, I, I, I'm pretty sure they've said like they, they're very influenced by like Jackie's stuff. Oh, absolutely. They, you watch anything on their voice. YouTube. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we have the typical, you know, hand to hand fighting stuff that goes on in this movie. Surprisingly, mm. I, I wasn't expecting action like on that uh, sense. But then what they do with the props and <laughs> yeah. how well let's how just describe in, it like that yeah the, yeah just the props, how yeah. inventive they get with the props mm-hmm. and it, it's a little hard to talk so vaguely because i don't want to yeah. ruin it for anyone and anyone because it's it's a pleasant surprise and i'll say as a sexual pervert <laughs> i could really appreciate a lot of the the fun things that they did with yeah. <laughs> you know inanimate objects and possibly orifices so you know i'll, I mean, I'll put it out there like it's that. no it's no surprise if you guys are, are follow any of these people on on social media they do mention you know like the kinds of objects and props that they used in the choreography how they use it we'll leave it to anyone who's curious enough to watch the movie but yeah like it actually you know not only is the you know it's the usually sometimes the props dictate the action uh this is where like um Oh no, sorry, like that where the, the, the action dictates the kinds of props they'd use. This is where like props actually dictate the kinds of action you'd use. On top of like the 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 glitchy kind of like parallel universe shifting that's happening on screen. Like that all that's like super creative. Like I I just love like a lot of the visuals that you get in this movie. And that's that that's like you said it before, uh you know, like it's it would be a nightmare to like edit and like I saw this movie and I got like vibes of like Edgar Wright, you know. Like I, I just like mm-hmm. I, I, like it, it's like there's so much um, attention to detail. Like uh, not yeah, to jump yeah. away from like the action. I mean, it does incorporate like the action is woven into a lot of what I'm saying too. But like some supporting characters will be introduced. They're just like background characters, but then you realize it's actually woven into the action. 
like, oh, we're going to use something uh, that we establish about that supporting character to tie into how we're going to defeat them. And that's, I know I'm staying very vague, but it, you'll, it'll all make sense when you're watching the film. It's like, oh, there's a lot of thought that was like put into everything. And that's something like an Edgar Wright movie would do. Like basically like nothing is, um, nothing is, uh, just like pointless writing fodder. Like everything is like well planned. Right, right. mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. not like a, it's not just thrown in there to have it in there. Like it yeah. actually comes back to, yep. you know, for plot reasons, for character yep. reasons. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's even more surprising because this whole movie is another. I mean, th- I, we're gonna say this about like every new release for quite some time. Uh, it's a COVID film. Um, uh, I don't know if you saw the same interviews I did. Uh, yeah, they I think so, yeah. said that they were this whole, the whole thing was filmed in an abandoned uh, abandoned building. Uh, what is it called? It was the abandoned con- countrywide savings and loan building. And that's why the majority of the set takes place in the, in the IRS building. <laughs> but, it, you know, that, that's perfectly fine. I mean, it's a, it's a perfectly great use yes. of that building. Yes. Like, I mm-hmm. like they maximize the hell out of this location. Yeah. And considering it's a COVID film, like, you know, wisely so. Like, mm-hmm. we never see too many large groups of people that I can recall. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I thought I heard that it was it's a COVID film, but I think not the entire thing was filmed during oh, COVID. I think like part parts of it were. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I know they've been working on, they, they had at least had the script for since like 2017. Um, so yeah, it's just like, a, I, like it, it's amazing what they could do with the, the, the restrictions that they had. Like this, this shows. Um, and, and maybe it, it, it helps that they filmed it on one location. Like, you know, they can allocate their budget towards more important things like the, the effects, uh, which really show man there are so many um great moments where things just stay on screen for like a fraction of a second like you probably you know if there's 24 frames a second on screen like you're seeing 24 images uh (laughs) going on at once and they're completely distinct like to different artists different vfx artists like a wardrobe like they had to make michelle yo look different in every single shot um and they only stay on screen for a little bit and that's my minor epilepsy warning to anyone who's watching this but it, it's so impressive it's like damn there's there's so much uh thought behind this um well it's one of those things that you know when you you know when you then own the movie you're gonna go frame by frame you're gonna yeah. look at okay what did they hide in there that's that's what i'm looking forward to like i want to see all the frames because when they start flashing you know epilepsy warning when they start flashing through all the different versions of michelle yo you know yeah. there's there's some hidden context there. yeah 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 um no, and you actually mentioned it just now. Um, the that's uh, yeah. If you're gonna go frame by frame, this is a movie you have to watch multiple times. I I, I think I don't think that you you get the full experience if you just watch it the one time. Um, just like because coming out of it, I'm like I vaguely remember certain scenes where like I think this would make more sense after having the context of like watching the whole film, like you know, like sitting through the whole thing. Um, it is slightly long, but that's not really a complaint. It's more like, you know, I, I felt the, the runtime mostly cause like, uh, well, I, I don't know how to really explain it. Uh, it is a little bit over two hours. Um, would I have cut anything? I don't know, but I do feel like the ending kind of 
appropriately just ends in the most jarring way if that makes any <laughs> sense it's it's a it's jarring but it's appropriate if that makes any sense right so i think i'll disagree with you there mm-hmm. um i don't know if i it, this is one of those films i could watch a lot because mm-hmm. it it it's i mean for me it was really emotionally draining like getting <laughs> yes the the movie doesn't just have characters there to be secondary mm-hmm. because you could say like, oh, the husband's just there and he's the husband. But then we get a lot of connections between Michelle Yeoh and him. Like they go into it. Character, even Jamie Lee Curtis's character, mm-hmm. who you would think, like when you're first watching the movie, you might think, oh, okay, she's she's there as the antagonist at first. And then we kind of sideline her for a while. But then you realize they start to really weave her back in. Mm-hmm. And you realize, oh, she's actually another character because of her parallel universe version of her as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. So almost all the characters have full arcs or they really, really go deep into it. So by the time we get to it with them in the end, like we're, we're really, really going through everything with all of them. And right. uh, for me, emotionally, because like of all these beats they're hitting and everything, they're just, you know, pounding me over the head with... <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that again. Sure, on, sure. Like so, so soon. You know, like right, I, right. I like this movie a lot, but I would want to take a step back before like I, I go into it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe just rewatch it from like a technical aspect. Uh, you know, because there's so much you can technically miss um, because there's just so much content on screen visually. This movie is a very visually like stimulating movie. Um, I don't know. I might, I might want to v- revisit it sooner than later. Maybe even go back to the theater and check it out and expose myself to more some more covid potential <laughs> um but yeah uh I, I i've already talked the hell out of like how much i like the the movie experience as a whole um i don't know i just i guess you you kind of segued us into it and i kind of got us out of it Let, let's get back to the action uh i I think it's it's good. Um, I I love Andy Lee and Brian's uh, Brian Lee's stuff. Like uh, you know, like Martial Club. You know, they're they're super talented trickers, martial artists. Um, and you know, like we we get some really talented uh, stunt fighting, uh, stunt choreography, and, and fight fight choreography in the movie. Um, but yeah, like anytime they're on screen, and trust me, there is a lot of time to shine for these two guys. Um, it's it's that's clearly the highlight of the action. Um, just like seeing them like fighting on screen um i'd say that we get enough exposure of the two uh like we we get enough we get enough screen time of them too and not to say like they have to take all the take up all the action but you know like they're clearly the most you know they're 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 choreographers and they're super talented so like anytime they're on screen it's like oh like this is where i'm really like paying attention to the action um again with the little asterisk that the action's not the centerpiece of this movie um and i'll say i i guess i didn't realize that k uh key kwan was a stunt person i don't remember him i mean like i, I only have my frame of reference is the goonies and the temple of doom so i don't i don't remember anything else he was really in so like i didn't know that he could do any sort of like fight choreography and he, he pulled it off pretty well. Like, I thought he's yeah. he good in this movie. I mean, he said he had to train for it. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's much older now. Mm-hmm. And I I love his fight scene. I don't think it's yeah. too much of a spoiler if we elaborate on it a little bit. Sure. It's yeah. it's a it's an awesome visual. Mm-hmm. And I it 
it definitely uh, it, he he has a what's a fanny pack fanny pack yeah I didn't know if you were it's or not. like yeah. right it's the 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 perfect dad thing to fight with right <laughs> yeah it's and he's great. beating up all these security guards and he so apparently he had to learn like the rope and dart that's kind of how they're they're designing the choreography around this yeah. and if you've seen you know rope and dart stuff in movies you can imagine what he would be doing with it you yeah. know whipping using it to tie and throw people very very exciting stuff i i could spot where he had to get digitally face double because yeah. you can see some of the more complicated stuff mm-hmm. but uh, for some other moments you see it's him i mean unless they had to digitally swap like the close-up shots but i doubt they would do that yeah i don't know um no 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 like i mean yeah yeah like he he's he's still can do a lot of his own choreography which is great um uh i i, I can i think i'm just biased because like i know andy lee and brian's choreography now so like you know like i studied them playing playing so i'm like all right that's clearly them that's clearly andy <laughs> lee doing the the drop maneuvers um but that's just me uh and then on on that note uh we have michelle yo who's still kicking ass on screen she's obviously older um you know she it's more of a dramatic performance for her so that's where she should shine but uh when it comes to the action um i was surprised in certain aspects you know like they don't give her too much to do like she, she's not like throwing freaking aerials and doing scorpion kicks like she was in the 80s anymore but <laughs> right. and you know, we and you know you shouldn't be really expecting that from her yeah, at this yeah. point yeah. Uh, I noticed that she gets a lot of slow motion stuff, yes. which which mm-hmm. is fine. But you know, you could still see it. It works for the visual of her because when she starts to learn these martial arts moves from her other parallel selves, it helps us to understand. Like, oh, okay, it's like we're right there with her. We're picking up the moves as she is. Yes, yes. I, there, there is a moment where there's one particular fight scene in the movie where she is doing a little bit more. She does get doubled at times. But other times, yes. you can clearly tell it's it's actually her doing it. Um, they don't give her something; things are too complicated. So, but you know, like it's fine. Like you work with the restraints of the the, the you know the actor, you know, barring age, whatever, you know, like uh, any other um, circumstance. Um, but she, they make her look really good. And uh, one thing that I was surprised is that she can still strike her poses really well. That hasn't been lost on her at all. She's still really good at in terms of like, you know, uh, she looks like she's like, uh, she can. I remember one moment where like she basically goes in like she chambers her leg and goes into like a crane position. Like, wow, that's a lot of dexterity say, for someone in that age. <laughs> did you notice she strikes the uh, police story three pose? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I was like, oh yeah. wow, that's 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 great. Like, I'm I'm glad that you know she still has that um that mobility. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. awesome to see. Um, yeah, like I, I talked the hell out of, uh, you know, like how, how much, like I, I love her, like in other movies, at least her older films, like she's just a master of posing. Uh, it's just her dance background. So it's just great to see this, uh, in this movie. Um, and it's, it's an A24 movie. Like for the most part, they're, they're pretty consistently entertaining and pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I guess I'm already in the recommendation section <laughs> um it's good i I'd, I'd recommend the movie uh i think it's trippy anyone who just wants a mind-numbing popcorn like action movie don't, don't don't watch it that's not this movie's not for you 
this movie has a little bit more heart and a little bit more thought in it. So I think uh, if you're into something a little bit more cerebral and emotional, I guess, like, but at the same time, there's a, a bagel involved. Like that's <laughs> like being cut between like all the talk about like divorce and your daughter disowning you and wanting to kill herself. And you know, like somewhere in lo- along those lines, they're talking about a bagel uh, like it is, if you can get past the, the the weirdness on top of like the emotional drama, I think you'd enjoy this film. Uh, I don't know, Zero. What were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean everything you said. Uh, I think we were in agreement. Like we both came out of this, we were really really happy mm-hmm. uh, with it. I have minor nitpicks. It felt uh, you you kind of mentioned this. it did feel a little long uh, towards the end. It, they are wrapping all the character arcs up. We're getting, we're we're now getting the really really emotional stuff going, and they're just really really pounding you with it. And I I liked it, but it was a little too much for me. Mm. So um, if if you're an emotional person or you get really really moved by movies, maybe you know maybe just go in with that warning. But right. after after I left the movie, I immediately thought I want my I want to show this to my mom and sisters. Like I think they mm. would dig it. So like. That okay. that's kind of my recommendation. I feel like they're not into martial arts movies, but like I think sure. they can still enjoy the family drama and and also the comedy behind it too, and and the weirdness. Like I think this uh, I mentioned earlier, this casts a wide net, and I think it really can appeal to like many different people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, the movie's undoubtedly weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to use the word weird as in like, oh, that's such a blanket term, and so like it's a cop out but it, it is it is weird enough that you know i i'm afraid mainstream audiences wouldn't like it and that's that's a shame like i but maybe really? i'm just you don't you i don't i don't feel well, that's like mainstream why, audiences would, would appreciate this movie as much well that's why i said like as soon as i got out of the movie i thought oh i want to show this to my sisters because that's mm-hmm. my their their mainstream audiences like i don't think they're too into these kind of trippy sci-fi-ish parallel universe-ish stuff but then I thought the way they handled it, they they held your hand, they made you understand. There's probably, you know, if you're gonna look into, there probably you can probably pick up our plot holes. Well, if if they did this in this parallel universe, how come they're doing yeah. this and so on yeah, and so yeah. forth? You know, like, but that that'll just ruin the fun. And if you're that kind of person, you know, maybe you're not yeah. that fun to be around anyway. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but That's I I think I, I would like to think that if you just showed this to a normal person, they could. You know, it, it, they could relate to it in in some sort of way. Sure, sure. I want to believe that. It is long. Uh, I don't think that's a, that's an issue. Although uh, it says part one, everything, uh, like within the first like five minutes of the movie, and then I remember sitting there and as and then like you know while the movie you know happened and then and then finally it was like part two, and I was like. Oh shit! I think we're like two hours in. Like, what? Yeah, I th- yeah, I remember that too. I was like, oh, I completely forgot about that that first part but one. Then, but then I thought in my brain, my my stupid brain was like, oh no, does that mean we're only halfway? Or like, oh no, we're only on third because that because this title is so long. <laughs> oh god, the title of this movie does not roll off the nope. tongue at all everything nope. everywhere all uh oh hey, i said it right everything everywhere all yeah you did it <laughs> not the best not the best title but still recommended yes definitely recommend.